This episode is brought to you by Command Creative Studios. Looking to jump into the podcast world and start making your own content? Command Creative Studios is your one-stop shop for professional podcasts. With a team of audio engineers, music composers, and graphic designers, Command Creative Studios can get your podcast sounding professional as well as looking professional with custom music and artwork that's designed for your creative vision. Command Creative Studios also offers editing, mixing, as well as uploading your content to all major podcast services. For more information, please visit commandcreativestudios.com. That's commandcreativestudios.com. American soldier Joe, obviously very skilled in martial arts, single-handedly takes on mercenaries in the Philippines. This episode of Still Holds Up, we're doing 1985 action thriller American Ninja. Let's get into it. Fuck yeah. (laughs) For 2,000 years, the sacred art of the ninja has been guarded in the East. Remember the day I found you. Now, it has come to the West. Remember what is hidden deep in your mind. He is the only soldier. Date of birth unknown. The only American. Who is he? Who is capable of defeating the secret Black Star Army. The mission to hijack a U.S. military arsenal. Your destiny, my son, awaits you. The adventure. The confrontation. About that, you can't get go wrong with Lafontaine give, giving you a trailer like that with that voice. <laughs> you get a whole. <laughs> I bet you most of the budget for this movie was in the trailer just to hire that guy. <laughs> well, the movie had a million dollar budget. They made ten million. Can you believe that they made ten million? It, I believe it. I, I believe mean, it. I look. <laughs> I don't. And if all the movies we're about to do, there's no movie more '80s than this oh, movie right here. Yeah, we're gonna like let let's give a little backstory why American Ninja here. Okay, you know, for me growing up, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, those age groups, Saturdays in New York. I don't know about how it was here in LA. You know, you wake up, you do your Saturday morning cartoons, right? Right. Uh, Saturday, March, Saturday morning cartoons fade away. You do your little Save by the Bell. 
Then I used to do a little wrestling on Fox 5. That's what, you know, a little WWF back then on Fox 5. Then I would go into, I did a lot of consuming of television. Um, that's how I was raised. Anyway, the, the next portion of the, the day went from Knight Rider and A-Team and then close out with Airwolf, right? Right. It's like, now, you're, it's like you're in my bedroom right now. Okay. So now, <laughs> now th- all those are done now. You've had breakfast. You've already had lunch. Now, for me, um, Channel 11 was WPIX, right? Which is now the CW that gives all those teeny bopper, Marvel, X, whatever, um, DC, Flash, and stuff like that, right? I don't watch any of those things. But that's what it is now. But back then... That's where you would get your Yankees games and you would get Saturday movies, like classic 80s movies. I'm talking about Jean-Claude Van Damme vehicles, Steven Seagal, um, Chuck Norris, Michael Dudikoff. Occasionally you would get a Stallone or uh, on a really good Saturday, you would get like a Rocky or Rambo or, or um, you've just Schwarzenegger, named, right? You've just named so many other movies that I would have rather done than this one. No, I know, but... <laughs> But one of the one well for for me when I was a kid, one of the things I loved was when they had the American Ninjas on right. on there. Okay, right. Because right. at the time I was a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, and back then in the early '90s, we're talking about here ninjas and karate. This is when Ty, um, Tiger Showman's karate was getting really popular. Karate was the thing with kids, right? Uh, especially well, at least everybody I knew. So uh, I, I've seen the Karate Kid. Yes, I also do, kid, I also still follow up on it with Cobra Kai. Cobra I know Kai is actually really good. It's it's amazing actually. So that's why this was this was one of my favorites. So I hadn't seen what these movies in what thirty years probably. So what better place than still holds up to see how American Ninja? They made five of these now. We're, mm. we're, we're, we're probably only going to do the one, but let's see how this. Let's kind see of how this goes. <laughs> we might want to do the second one. It's funny because I know that I've seen this movie at least two or three times when I was a kid. Yeah, rewatching it right now, I don't remember. I don't remember a single thing in this movie. Same. So thing. it makes me feel that my mind was like, you know what? You definitely don't need this piece of information. <laughs> let's push this out and put something in here that's actually meaningful. <laughs> something that's going to actually do something for you in your life. But look, this is one of those movies that. It's so bad. It's so bad. It becomes good. Yeah. Like there's a fine line where it's like either you, it's like, it's either it's a, it's a good movie or it's a bad movie. But if you go past the bad and you enter the realm of like laughable 1980s, it becomes action. good again. It's good. And I this mean, is, there's so many moments in here where you're like, I would put this on just not for the action. I would put this on to laugh. Yeah. And that's WTF not what they were right? clearly going for back then. Yeah. And, but let's let's please let's get into this. Let's just go. <laughs> so the movie actually has a five point four rating on IMDb, which kind of goes to your thing. It's like right in the middle. It's really bad but good. Some there's somewhere there's something there, right? Um, right. Whether you're gonna enjoy it for it's I call it a period piece <laughs> for action. It's a piece, <laughs> all right. <laughs> because at the time, it, it 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 a lot of 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 the movie is not is typical 80s down to the yellow title treatments um the really slow fighting sequences and the really slow deaths and and pauses and the choreography and it's it's just it's very 80s right yes it is <laughs> it's starring hold on a second who did i need to look this up really fast because there's like up. and i almost pulled this music 
in the opening scene for the music, there's like yeah. there's a bunch of brass playing and stuff. Yeah, and it's like it's supposed to be like this kind of serious. It's it's the typical eighties. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Riff. But it but it also feels like it should be a TV show. But okay. there's some there's like a it's like a saxophone playing. And like all of a sudden it just goes into a lead like rap like randomly out of nowhere in the song. And like I'm sorry, I could stop laughing. I meant to look up who actually did the music for this. The so music? Why, why oh, you're talking, go. Okay. I I didn't <laughs> no, no and make sure I do that. So it's uh the director was Sam Furstenberg. Okay. Um movies nineteen eighty five. It, it it's starring soft spoken James Dean of the 80s, Michael Didikoff. Oh, man, it's so soft-spoken. <laughs> he is very, yeah. He, he, There's a reason why you, I think he says one line in the trailer. Yeah. And I think out of the, all the stuff that we pulled for this, he's in a second of one dude, of the polls. Maybe. I, I could be wrong. Dude, the movie starts with, he's like, he's throughout the whole movie, right? He's the star of the movie. He doesn't say a word until 15 minutes into the movie. So it's a lot of James Dean staring throughout this. It's also starring, you know, typical 80s wingman, you know, sidekick Steve James as Jackson, Curtis Jackson. Um, the the female lead was Judy Arnson, who plays Patricia, the colonel's daughter, it has um, <laughs> Philip Brook as, I would say, comic relief Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, John, oh, I'm going to butcher this, Fujuka as Shineki, basically Joe's adopted father. Um, uh, Tadashi Yamashita as Black Star Ninja. Ooh. And Don Stewart as the French or... Uh, speaking the french speaking spanish named ortega it was very weird ortega victor ortega but But he he sounds like he's from french yeah (laughs) hold on a second so back really quick uh music was done by uh michael lynn okay um and anything noble in his uh what's funny because it says uh he's composer for american ninja but every all the other stuff that he has on here he's just sound department and music editor so oh, it's like, okay. I don't know if he, it doesn't seem like he Did composed a lot of stuff. Right. Okay. Um, looking, I'm skinning, skinning. Oh, so you're telling me he got replaced in American Ninja 2? Oh. I don't see him in American Ninja 2. Yeah, they, they Actually, replaced him. Yeah. Wasn't really looking. But to me, the music was typical 80s, and I had no problem with it. Like, the only 80s thing I wish that they had, they didn't have a typical 80s montage. Like, I, did, I was expecting one, maybe, you know. Well, they had the little mini one where he was talking about when when he was training as a a young lad in the in the the the, the jungle but uh, let's move on let's please <laughs> let's what are the reviews what did you already do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we touched but, on that we did touch on that but Cisco Niebuhr didn't do one right no i couldn't find yeah, anything i, I looked also i couldn't find it you know but like you said it's a what were the other movies that were out around this time oh 1985 yeah what movies came out what was okay did you Jeez. did you pull a thing for what what it did in the box office? Yeah, it did ten million. Right, but who was in one, the box? One million who, budget. What so movies that's came out good. at the same time? Uh, there's a ton of people. Movies came out in 1985. You want to listen? No, but I need, I need the month, man. I need to know what the competition was. Oh, the competition. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what? this came out in August August of 1985. Okay. A smooth eight ninety five minute runtime. Uh, but who comes who comes out with who? Let's see. Let me see right now. Uh, let me look at this. Let me look at this. this. Ooh, this looks good. What movies came out in August of 1985? Uh, Back to the Future came out 
in uh well no so it's in the box that that came out on july 3rd yeah that's 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 not even close i mean there's a ton of great movies that come out in, in, what do you mean it's not times. close we're, we're, july is for what month this was august before before august it's the end of august august 30th September. i would say well okay everybody what saw was, back to the future by that point what was the box office hold on let me see uh quarterly yearly I don't care. Listen, they made ten million off of one million, and they made five more of these suckers after. I think they were right. I here don't think they're, 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 okay, here you <laughs> they didn't care about Let anybody me help you else. Out here. Let me have your hair. So these are all the movies that came out in August. Obviously, Back to the Future look because it was such a big movie, it filtered into that. But this is the movies that I got for release date. Boom, here we go. Uh movies that came out in August. So American Ninja came out on August 30th. Uh, compromising positions. Gremlins came out on August 30th as well. And, oh, it's a re-release though, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf came out August 23rd. Godzilla 1985 came out August 23rd. Ghostbusters re-release August 23rd. Uh, Year of the Dragon August 16th. So it did all right. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, you know, well, it did ten times its budget. It did all right. Yeah, I guess so. I would. I mean, yeah, I would invest a million dollars. You told me I get nine or ten back. So yeah, yeah there's ten and a half. So it's like whoever came out it didn't matter. They they did they, they accomplished what they were going for. All right, all right, all right. Make make some quick bucks and start a franchise. And did right? they ever? Oh yeah, I said five. <laughs> so now the movie starts off where Joe is basically being a jerk you're, you're in a military base the movie is based in the philippines but they give you no information of that throughout the movie right. whatsoever it's all on after like on looking up that's where they come up with you find out it's the philippines right right it's just a military base obviously not in the u.s and you know you see a bunch of soldiers playing hacky sack i don't know if you played that when you were in high school oh, i yeah, know I people who used to do that, that stuff was awesome and I they, was awesome. he didn't want to play they invited him to play he didn't want to play the ball gets hit his way. He doesn't want to, you know, throw it back. He's just being a like a, a jerk. He doesn't even say a word. He's just staring at him. It's, like, I'm too cool for everybody here. It's so funny because when he actually does start having conversations with people. Yeah. For what leads to that, to then him to be all of a sudden like, I'm your buddy. <laughs> well, Jackson made them do that. Well, Jack, but all the all this stuff that leads... I'm 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 obviously getting ahead of this because yeah. this movie makes no sense most of the time and the editing is terrible. Please go, <laughs> go. I'll try to follow along. So go. now he, they're all rolling out. They're gonna I guess they're shipping or moving some goods to a warehouse or a, a shipping depot. It's not really clear, but they're on a path and they get ambushed by, you know. First, it's just a couple of guys with guns, like a militia, or a something. militia with guns. They're gonna try to steal, you know, the 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 goods. The general's daughter, Patricia, happens to be in a car with our friend Charlie. She's coming along for the ride. I Why guess she was going she? home. Okay. She's she on the way. Home. Yeah, on the way home. Okay. And she starts to kind of panic, and she tries to escape, especially when, out of nowhere, ninjas appear, right? So the, you, you start off with a couple of militia guys with guns, and, you know, Joe starts beating those guys up, and then the military guys start, and then the ninjas come and cause wreck. Yeah. They just start wrecking everybody, right? It's a funny scene because when when Joe starts to fight, yeah. all the other Marine or all the all the other army guys are like, Oh yeah, we can fight back too. <laughs> and then it looks like they're winning. Yeah. It looks like they're just like, Oh yeah, Joe's leading us to this victory. Yep. And then ninjas just yep. pop, out, pop of out, of out of nowhere and just 
annihilate everybody but Joe. Yeah. Now Joe is fighting off some ninjas. He he gets to <laughs> Patricia who who single handedly all flips her car over typical 80s movie you gotta have a car flip over right flips over by hitting like a a, a tree and she comes out mm-hmm. all right he runs into the jungle with her and then a group of like a half a dozen ninjas for whatever reason starts to chase them into the jungle right and that's where we get our first little pull scene where one of the main baddies black star Kind of corners the sergeant, oh, and and go ahead, play 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 the line, play the line. I love this line. Who is he? I don't know. He's a new recruit. I don't even know his name. He possesses great skills. Great skills. <laughs> okay. No, it's, I don't even know who he is. He's a new recruit. So why do you guys trust him to drive the the truck anyway? Right. Well, why you trust him when you get to, when you get to his records? Never, what, what, uh, we'll get there. Let's we'll go. There. Let's go. Let's so go. now Joe, Joe is running through the jungle with the daughter. Um, and all this is going on. He hasn't said a word yet. Yeah, and this it, ungrateful person, I swear. Oh, uh, Patricia. Patricia's terrible. Oh, she she really is. She's like a little spoiled brat. In, uh, in the scene, like she's like the guy's trying to save your life from ninjas. She's complaining about reason. her shoes. Yeah. She's dirty. They jump into a river. He cuts her dress to make her help her move better. Uh, dr- now he, he, they drying off their clothes, and she gets a look at them. No, 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 no. Back up for a second. What you got? When more they're getting, in there? I should have actually pulled this. When they're getting, out, you know what? No, I'm not gonna do it. When they get out of the water, she's like yelling at him. Of course. Like saying all kinds of like, I were you trying to get me killed? What's your problem? Like, dude, the guy just saved your life saved from you. ninjas. Yeah. Ninjas. Ninjas. Unbelievable. Be grateful. So <laughs> they're drying off. She takes a look at him, and all of a sudden her tone changes. She's 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 like, ooh, there's something here. And finally, Joe talks. Like, like I said, 15 minutes. He could have been a mute. For all we knew, I bet you if we point. if we add up all of his dialogue, it doesn't even hit two minutes. Oh, n- n- yeah, because originally he wasn't going to be the. Anyway, we'll get to that later on, right? So, so now, fast forward, um, they they end up going back, and now Joe's in a lot of trouble, right? Because the colonel, we're going to play a couple of scenes from the colonel here. The colonel's pissed off because obviously they've been having these raids of their shipments happen a lot, and they obviously say no one's ever been killed before at a raid, but this time around people died and they the the sergeant and everybody puts the blame on Joe. They're like, hey, everybody was just re- relaxed. They were going to just take the stuff. And then Joe starts fighting everybody off. He's taking tire irons, throwing them like ninja stars. He's he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. That's why people started dying. You want to play that little clip you have here? <laughs> no, I don't, but let's do it. <laughs> let's do it anyway. Jackson. Yes, sir. Did you get a chance to check the wounds? Yes, sir, I did. What the hell did you find out? Have you ever heard of ninjutsu, sir? What's that? The secret art of assassination. Yeah, of course I have. Well, according to witnesses' testimony and evidence, this massacre was the work of ninjas. Ninjas? Ninjas. (laughs) Ninjas, man. (laughs) You're holding it together over there? (laughs) So, so again... (laughs) So the colonel is a typical 80s. <laughs> you're, you're dying over here, ninjas. Just go. Okay. Go. 
So in the 80s, the boss of the protagonist has always been a ball breaker, right? Whether it's a lieutenant or a police chief, here we get the colonel. They're always, it's always the same kind of thing. Loud, yelling, you know, Jackson or whatever. You know, they're always yelling and they're always ball breaking. And half the time, they don't know what the hell they're doing. You know, the first thing I envision is um, Point Break. We're going to be doing Point Break. And, and what's his name in there yelling at uh, at, at U- Utah? <laughs> whatever. Are you okay over there? Utah. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm an FBI agent. There you go. <laughs> so there's always there's always this character in, in these 80s movies. <laughs> now they show us Black Star, who we saw earlier who was leading the ninjas, he's back at his base. And he's, again, another typical 80s kind of thing. They show you a villain. The villains in the 80s, a lot of times, they were in light cream, off-white, or white suits. If you notice, we meet Ortega here, Victor Ortega, with a horrible French accent. He's French. But but his name is Victor Ortega. You would think he's, like, Hispanic, right? The movie doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. But throughout the movie, he's wearing a lot of light-colored cream suits and a lot of these, like a Bond villain, they always wear these white or... Do you, do you ever notice that? They I always, do, I do. It's, so some, it's typical. And But if you really want to push the barrier, at some point you have your villain just sitting by the pool with his shirt off. They do that eating too. Eating fruit with a stick. They do that too here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> typical, right? It's like a, an 80s action movie playbook, right? Sure. So now he's, <laughs> he's, yelling, really yeah, he's yelling at Blackstar why he didn't get his shipment and he's explaining to him um, that there was an American, and this is when we finally get the American Ninja talk. Here, here, play the scene. Okay. <laughs> an American Ninja? What are you talking about? There is no such thing. I do not lie. I know it is death to teach the secrets to the Westerner, but I also know there was any American Ninja there. there what was. does he say there? That death is the one that taught him? No, 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 no. So... In, in the in the in the in the Asian culture, you're not that, that it's obviously changed. But previously, it was death to teach Western okay. Eastern methods, like any kind of martial arts, um, any of those kind of things. It was like a, a, a big no-no to teach Westerners. Bruce Lee had an issue with this um, mm-hmm. it, um, here, um, that where he was t- when he started teaching Americans in, in in the Bay Area martial arts. You know, it was it was frowned upon, and he he even fought in a tournament, like a duel, and he got kind of hurt. And then that's when he st- he created Jet Kune Do, his own. Uh, martial arts that was more inclusive so and and that was really groundbreaking for martial arts but what black star is explaining to victor ortega is that you know there can't be an american ninja because if you teach an american you know ninjutsu or any of those kind of arts it's death if people find out so he was shocked that there is actually an american ninja which is very important that's the name of the movie okay Okay, now, now we we jump back to the military base, and the sergeant and the colonel are in. They're in the colonel's office, and again, he's bald. He's still hot over everything that happens, yeah. and he's like, "I want to see this guy's record," and and because uh, you got to know who the hell this guy is that caused all this trouble. Joe, play play, play the scene and then the greatest we'll talk record about it. ever. Yeah, you have his record, sergeant. Yes. Well, let's hear it. Yes, sir. Date of birth, 
unknown. Parents, unknown. Next of kin, unknown. Construction crew found him on an island in the Pacific six years ago, knocked unconscious by an explosion where they were blasting a road through the jungle. Brought back to the United States with total amnesia. In and out of foster homes. Hell, he's got more last names than I can count. Here it is. I knew it. Age 16, in reform school for almost killing a man. That's correct, sir. Six months ago, he got in trouble again. Judge gave him a choice. Enlist or go to jail. That, so, was that a thing? Did they really used to do that? Yeah, but hold on. Jail like, or, or, or military? Yeah, hold on. That whole thing doesn't make any sense at all. None. So how old do you think he is in this movie right now? Well, well, he, he looks pretty young. I, I thought he was being in his 20s, right? You're telling me he's a teenager in this movie? Yeah, he's like 18, 19. No, he's not. Yeah, a lot of guys go to the military after high school, 18, 19, 20 years old. Okay. So that that's why, because uh, I, I thought it was weird, like six years, because in the flashbacks, I'm like, this dude looked like he's 10. You tell me he's 16 here, but uh, he's probably, like you said, 12, 13, 14. Dude looks like he's in his late 20s in this movie. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> but oh, dang. We'll, 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 we'll go with he's a young buck. He's, 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 let's say he's 20. Okay, so let's say he's 20. So six years ago, they found him. So yeah. that would make him 14. Yeah. And so in and out uh, foster care goes 16. Okay, I guess now it makes yeah, it sense. It makes a little sense. Oh, whatever, know. man. But wait, but here, here the choices, jail or, or military. Yeah, I think that that's a thing. That is a thing? Mm-hmm. Wow. I why would anybody take jail? I don't, I don't jail? think it still is anymore, but I think it was a thing back then. Yeah, why would anybody ever take jail? Of course, to go to the military. You ever seen the movie Blood In, Blood Out? No. Check that out. Okay. They might have actually changed the name because I think that was a controversial name, but one of the characters in that, he goes to military school oh, or not than, military it goes with military rather than prison yeah okay I'll I'll, I'll 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 take it now if the guy who's listening to this knows better <laughs> just let me know yeah of course now now we're ping packing ping, ping ponging back and forth now we're we're back to ortega's compound and he's 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 greeting a couple of guests mm-hmm. somewhat um probably from a south american country um because they're speaking spanish and he's giving him a nice little tour of his compound. He shows him off. He shows him some girls. He shows him his nice backyard. And like typical villain, he shows off his landscaper, mm-hmm. his gardener. I'm, I'm like, who does that? And not only does he show off the landscaper and the gardener, he has the guy's full backstory. Like right there, he tells him, oh, I found him here in the neighboring jungle. Um, he was still in his old military clothes. He still thought the war was going on like what what where, what are we talking about who, who shows off like he's showing off a business partner his gardener who does that guys who wear cream suits that hang out by the pool with no shirt on and eat fruit off of a stick <laughs> and then that why also he... <laughs> command a ninja army with an hispanic name <laughs> he's obviously with a french accent with a fr- french accent this dude does <laughs> wouldn't you have someone who hires people to do this like and then you see the gardener's face and he's just looking and the gardener we saw him previously in a little flashback papa ninja he, he's joe's adopted father papa right ninja. He, who taught it because joe lays down in his also, barracks and he shows off and he he has a little vision of of you know the gardener 
teaching him, you know, some levels of martial arts. So hey, right yeah. off the bat, we're like, whoa, what a coincidence. Joe gets stationed on an island where his father is. I isn't that so convenient? Classic 80s, right? Got to move the movie along. <laughs> now Got to keep they, that plot getting, getting crazy. So they, 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 they finish talking to, uh, looking at the gardener because he doesn't speak. He go, they go into their, their ninja training ground They're with a, cool, a lot of cool ninja obstacle course stuff. And Black Star gives a nice demonstration, kills a man, and then Ortega tells his guests it's okay because the guy he kills, it's an honor to have died in the hands of Black Star. Black Star is like a, a, a disgraced ninja, mm -hmm. which kind of doesn't make sense because ninjas are typically assassins. They're in there for espionage. They're the, the opposite of a samurai. Samurais are more honorable, more, you know, they're warriors. And ninjas are the shady characters. So you're telling me he's extra shady because he's, you know, anyway, we'll, we'll leave that alone <laughs> okay <laughs> now we fast forward back we jump back to the military base joe um is you know fixing a car a, a truck or whatever oh, hold on you missed yeah. the part where this is kind of i think this is crucial that when joe gets back from like you know being court martial whatever happened to him like getting he didn't get court martialed yet whatever but everybody hates joe that's where it, I'm talking. That's where I'm at. But right you're at the truck thing now. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so even is, when he gets into the when he gets into the barracks, all everyone leaves the barracks. They basically was four dudes to take out one girl. Uh, that baby. was way before. Well, that, we, we we already passed that. We I'm got trying his to I'm trying to edit this movie as well uh, as it was edited. Nobody needs to worry. Everybody, about that Well, part. everybody hates Joe. This is important part okay. for me. Yeah, no. They, everybody on the military it. on the military base hates Joe. That's where we're going with it right now. So now Joe is working on the tools mm -hmm. and everybody's taking a run and everybody stops because everybody hates Joe. Mm -hmm. Charlie comes over and Jackson's there leading the run and he starts egging on Jackson like, hey, this is the guy. This is Joe. He's the jerk. Jackson, you should have you should take care of this guy because Jackson, of course, is he's a big guy. He knows a little some moves. He should teach Joe a lesson. Mm -hmm. And Jackson start, and everybody's now surrounding because everybody hates Joe. Everybody they're, hates Joe. They're picking on Joe, and Jackson's trying to pick a fight with him. He finally gets Joe to kind of react to some of the stuff he's saying, and they move things over to a, a nice grass field where they're going to do a little one-on-one. -on -one. And Joe, is he's not using any martial arts that's an attack. He's using... Jackson's own force, a lot of jujitsu, a lot of judo, and he's letting Jackson like basically beat himself. Like, you know, Jackson's coming and he's just flipping him over, showing his superiority by not even attacking. Like, I can beat you without even attacking you. Mm -hmm. He gets to a point where he puts a bucket on his head, gives, and Jackson has like a stick, and he, Jackson still can't hit him even with the bucket on his head. You know, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he does a little Luke Skywalker on, and then you know, fights over. Jackson now has respect for him, right? And that's when our sergeant comes over. And well, Joe Joe helps Jackson up. Yeah, he helps like him now up. they're buddies. They're best friends, they're not best buddies. Friends. They're best eighty friends. So this We're is talking, why this is a this can so, I'm gonna gripe. Can I gripe? Well, it's Sylvester Stallone and Apollo Creed right now. Rocky and Apollo Creed, they're best buddies. Okay, typical eighties. Let's right say here. let's say we do that. Okay, yeah, let's say we do that. They're best buddies. Go ahead with your gripe. Okay, so. Why was Joe such a dickhead in the beginning of the movie then? <laughs> because everybody hates Joe. Nobody hated and, him at that time. 
Nobody hated him yet. He they wanted to play hacky sack with him. They wanted to hang out with him. And Joe's sitting on a truck like he's a badass. Oh yeah. And just treating everyone like crap. Because he has to now be cool. all of a sudden everybody really hates him. Oh yeah. And Jackson tries to beat him up. Jackson fails miserably. Oh, yeah. But now it's like, okay, buddy, now we're friends. Now it's even weirder editing. It's just it didn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, let's let's move on to this next scene because I am puzzled <laughs> on what happens now. <laughs> so now they're best buddies. They're, you know, they're 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 working out, and Charlie is taking Patricia somewhere. And Patricia's like, this this whole scene didn't make any sense either. The whole thing doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway, so Charlie Patricia's like, Charlie, I need you to bring no, me back home because I need you to do me a favor. But Patricia's supposed to be going to the airport, yeah. to get flown back to California. Yes. Charlie Charles Chippers. Yeah. He's supposed to be driving her back home. He's supposed to be driving her to the airport. Yeah. She says, no, bring, bring me home. Bring me home. Then all of a sudden you go to Joe and Jackson. They, they just got done with a workout yep. and they're best buddies. This looks like the same day. Oh, or, it's no, hours apart. There's no, <laughs> no way it could be hours joke. apart. It was a joke. It was a joke, dude. <laughs> okay. Let's just say it's the next day. Let's say it's the next day. <laughs> Somehow Jackson and Charles have already had a conversation because now they're like playing lovemakers. Yeah. This is now a dating game. Yeah, okay? They're wingmen. They're, they're the ultimate. Charles, who's a total douchebag, is now the part of the, they're the three amigos now. Yes, they are. Makes no sense the at all. But now their buddies. whole mission is to get Shy Joe a date. With Patricia. With Patricia. Who's supposed to be on a plane to California, but we'll leave that And alone. nobody notices that she never got on the plane. Not She's the still in town. The colonel doesn't even say like, why, Why are you still, still here? here? No. Like, there's multiple days that pass, and she's still hanging out. She's still there, in front of her dad. Hey, she maybe she told him, "I, I, I really want to stay here in the Philippines. I don't want to go back to California." So basically, like you said, they, they, they link them together. Joe takes. Oh my god! Okay, go. <laughs> Joe takes Jackson's motorcycle, jumps over the fence. Nobody With the notices well-placed this. Well-placed ramp. There's always a well-placed ramp in the but 80s. They, they, they didn't even try to hide this ramp. No. And that, by the way, on the landing, that bike breaks. Yeah, if you watch it, that thing like crumbles, and yeah. yet he's still driving on. There, there's, there's, there's a couple. There's of a goofs. secondary bike. There's a, there's a helmet goof in there. Helmet in one place, no helmet next. But we'll, we'll leave that alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now he, he, he takes, he gets to the place because what, what happened was Charlie told him I need to bring this letter to a girl that likes me but oh i can't God. leave because i'm a, i have some duty so joe being now a great guy says i'll take it for you He's no best problem friend. this is the as far as we know this is the first conversation they've actually had by Positive, the way yeah right they've never actually had a conversation no because joe never spoke but all he's done is but all he did was just talk shit about him pretty much well joe didn't charlie charlie, charlie, charlie did. yeah but now all of a sudden He's the wingman. He's the wingman. So when Joe gets there, it's uh, obviously Patricia. And of course, he's wearing his his army suit. Looks good. They go on a nice little date to a restaurant. And guess who's at the restaurant? The sergeant and Ortega. And they see... Senor, Senor Ortega. Victor Ortega. They see them. By they Don see, Stewart. <laughs> They see Char- They see Joe and Patricia having <laughs> dinner on the Colonel's dollar. By the way, oui, oui. my name is Senor Ortega, <laughs> Victor Ortega. My name is Victor Ortega. <laughs> so now, so now the Ortega and has a plan to kill Joe while getting his next shipment from the sergeant. So now we find out the sergeant is involved 
with all these. We're not going to talk about that. We think, we think Joe <laughs> lost his virginity that night. <laughs> did he? Probably. I think he did. He probably did. I'm actually surprised, in, being the 80s and it's a rated R movie, that they didn't have a love scene. I'm surprised. Because mm. usually 80s, they always they always flash a boob somewhere. I don't, I don't remember what happens in American Ninja 2, but I bet you it happens in American it Ninja 2. Be, it's probably a new girl, though, by then. Uh, anyway. How much more time is left of this? <laughs> anyway, now well, we're almost done now. Now Are we? <laughs> So now Joe is is detailed to bring a truck to a warehouse on the 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 pier, mm-hmm. you know, by himself, of course, no one else with him. Even though they've been having hijackings all the time, so. maybe they took a different route. Mm, we don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll, look, I'll I'm helping. Go. I'm going to save this movie. I'm saving the integrity of this movie. <laughs> they bring him to the warehouse. Mm-hmm. He go. I mean, he drives to the warehouse, and of warehouse course, warehouse five. Yeah, Warehouse 5. This, of course, is an ambush. Ninjas everywhere. How many ninjas does he kill? Oh, I didn't do a, a body count. 17 ninjas. You count He it? kills 17 ninjas. Wow, impressive. Mm-hmm. Even He even kills one in a barrel that was hiding. I don't know how he knew he was that in there. That was number 13. Oh, very good. <laughs> Are you accurate? There's 17. I don't know about that. It was number 13, but it was 17 ninjas. 17 ninjas. Very, yeah. very, very impressive. So he, he, he kills a bunch of ninjas. One of the guys who were out in front takes the truck. He gets into the truck. They destroy, like... A bike he commandeered from from one of the henchmen. He he's now he's hiding underneath the truck. The truck goes back to Ortega's lair. Right? Senor Ortega. Ortega goes in, looks at something. He's like, "This is magnificent. It's beautiful." He walks away. Joe now goes in to see what's in there, and it's some fancy rocket launcher missile launching kind with, of thing. With, with a bread basket on with it. With a bread basket on it. It looks pretty <laughs> high-tech for 1985. <laughs> it's so stupid. And, of course, Joe being an expert ninja, obviously he gets caught by some random security guard. If he was a good ninja, he would be able to have done that he was, discreetly in and out, but of course he gets caught. The guy shoots. He knew a guy. Everybody's hold coming on, hold on. He knew a guy was hiding in a barrel. He yeah. stabs the barrel because he knew that there was a dude in there, but didn't know there was a guy who was going to walk in front of the truck. Yeah, a guard. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just keep going. <laughs> All right. So now. Fucking Joe. Joe is, you know, he fights off. So he's escaping. He's running through. And we, we he's going through the jungle. And guess who comes up? The world's greatest landscaper, a.k.a. his adopted father. You got to play that scene? Papa Ninja. Papa Ninja. Papa Ninja. Who are you? You will know when the time is right. Our paths will meet again. What do you mean? Your karma and mine, they are connected. And we'll be right back. Guys, want an amazing night out where you get to enjoy award-winning wine with a comfortable and relaxing atmosphere? Well, if you're in the LA County area, Pacella Winery's tasting room is just an Uber ride away. The tasting room is very comfortable, laid back, and relaxing with ample seating and a heated back patio that offers a relaxing and private atmosphere. With over 35 years of collective winemaking experience, Steve Lemley and Nate Hasper joined forces in 2009 to create Pacella Winery's first vintage. The two share an uncompromised and very passionate approach to winemaking that continues to push the limits of their craft with every vintage. Highly rated and award-winning, Pacella Wineries even were named Wine Enthusiast Magazine's highest rated Zinfandel in the entire California Central Coast. With hotels and restaurants nearby, Pacella Winery's tasting room is the ideal date night experience. Make sure to mention this podcast when you visit and get a free tasting. 
can't make it to the tasting room, check them out online at PacelloWinery.com and feel free to email them for future wine deliveries in your area. That's Pacello Winery, P-U-L-C-H-E-L-L-A-W-I-N-E-R-Y.com. And remember, Pacello Winery simply doesn't just follow other winemaking trends, meaning there are no limitations to the envelope they push. That's PacelloWinery.com, P-U-L-C-H-E-L-L-A-W-I-N-E-R-Y.com. And back to the show. Yes. So, Joe encounters at this time he doesn't know that that's his adopted father uh shinuki 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 papa ninja papa ninja right now joe finds his way the path that they, they, he told him to go to obviously was great he got he gets back to the base but mps are ready for him right at the gate of the military base because they're blaming him that maybe he's part of the smuggling ring and he's been there, what, maybe a week? But for whatever, they're like, oh, he probably sold the truck himself. Nobody knows how much time is actually spent on this island because no. the they're, editing is just really bad. Yeah, they, they they don't give you too much information. They don't even tell you they're on the Philippines. You got to, you know, it's later on you're looking up that information. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Joe now, they, they lock him up for smuggling, you know, or whatever the charge is for getting, for losing this truck. Cause he tries to say, Hey, I got ambushed by ninjas. They're not trying to hit that. So this is all part of that plan. Right. So do na- they say anything about like the dead bodies that are laying around in the warehouse five? That's, that's the police's job, I guess, you know, not the military's job. That's no. the Philippines well, Jackson police. needs to go out there with, with his detective skills. Yeah, and say this was ninjutsu. This, this was ninjutsu. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of the art of ninjutsu? Yeah, right. Well, of course I have, Jackson. <laughs> so Ortega, you know, co- tells Blackstar to go and kill Joe. Now Blackstar is going to go do his ninja thing mm-hmm. and go and assassinate Joe in his prison cell. I did actually enjoy that scene when he yeah. kind of sneaking in. Yeah, that when he sneaks in like the ninja, ninja style. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that that was that was done pretty well. Yeah, he kills a, a ton of um uh, uh of uh military personnel, but he mm. falls for a fair the Ferris Bueller you know pillows under the sheets gag, and he stabs it like he thought. What? Who sleeps with the complete thing, everything over them like like that? Right? Why does that always work in movies? Anyway, he stabs the pillows, and then Joe is like hiding behind something, and he's yeah. like he's like in the shower section yeah. of his his jail cell. cell. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty nice cell that has a shower. Yeah. So, so they 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 obviously start to fight. Um, he's he's handling his own. They the fight leaks outside. Um, again, handling his own with the Black Star Ninja, mm-hmm. and right, and he actually kind of Black Star gets the advantage, and he's about to kill Joe, and that's when the military, you know, puts a light on, starts shooting him, and Joe gets to escape. Right? Yeah. And, and if I remember correctly, uh, when the MPs show up, all of them die, but one. Blackstar yeah. kills all of them but one. So that guy actually has information. That's a good point. Because he actually yeah. sees what's happening and goes, yeah. hey, there was this dude that was dressed in black. That Remember those ninjas we've been like worrying about? Yeah. Well, it looked like they were trying to kill Joe. No, yep. that's never said. N- never said. Information not passed on. So Joe gets to a, a point. He sees a, 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 a military personnel. He has a star stuck in his head, right? Like dead on the floor. Right. And... Jackson's running 
around the corner. He grabs Jackson and he's like, yo, they tried to kill me, this whole the whole thing. And Jackson's like, dude, we, you know. <laughs> and then he's like, and then I'm like. <laughs> yeah, then I'm, trying to, I'm trying to talk like 80s bro talk, you know. Like, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Now, now I, I kind of forgot. Now, do they? Do they? Do the? Is it Jackson that recommends he goes to the colonel, or because um, Joe at this time it tells Jackson that the the sergeant is involved, right? Right. So they're like chain of command. I, I want to say they they talk about chain of command here, and then it's like, oh, we're gonna tell the colonel he's gonna believe us, you know? Or do they? Is it? Is it Patricia who convinces them to talk to the colonel? Anyway, the they're three at the of the colonel's them, house. Yeah, the three of them go to the colonel's house now. Yeah, to tell the colonel that the sergeant's involved. They're smuggling goods. They just tried to assassinate Joe. Right. All this stuff. The colonel is like unbelievable. He he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a phone call. And at this time, the three heroes think like, oh, it's all resolved. The colonel's like. Talking to somebody, you can't Daddy, hear the conversation. Daddy Colonel's gonna save the day. Save the day. So he hangs up. Then all of a sudden, half of the military who's not been killed by ninjas come into the house and they surround Joe and they're like, arrest this man. The colonel says, This man tried to escape. He killed a guard. There was basically no evidence of ninjas. And that's when Patricia finds out the true, the true uh, you know. Backstory of Joe is that Joe's a criminal and has yes. a criminal background, and yes. she just just distraught. Yep. She can't believe that her perfect Joe <laughs> would have been in trouble prior to that. Yes. So she kind of just scampers off, runs away. Yeah, and then some of the best acting I've ever seen in oh, my life. Of course, by the way. And then Jackson, you know, it, 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 I mean, he could have gotten court martial for this. He kind of helps Joe, kind of, you know. Joe jumps out the window and a guy's about to shoot Joe and he kind of like kicks the, does a little karate move. Does he? Not, I didn't, yeah, I you don't didn't, remember you that. didn't see that? No, I and think then, I fell asleep. And then he catches, he catches it and he's like, oh, sorry. Like it was an accident thing. Joe, Joe escapes. He gets into a, this is the the, the cool, you have to have high, high, high speed chase in an 80s movie, but it's with these Jeeps that are going five miles an hour. And also they kept going around these roundabouts. Yeah. You notice that? Yes, I it's did. Like they ran it was like in, New Jersey. Like the street just ran on, like, oh, this is a dead end. Good thing there's a roundabout. Roundabout. Now roundabout. we're going the other way now. New Jersey's full of roundabouts. I hate roundabouts, dude. Like you, you can't, you, you, you can't. Live, make, you're in Santa, you live by a roundabout now. I do. And yeah. I hate it. I hate the roundabout I, I live in. But in, in Jersey, you can't, like, make left turns. You got to do roundabouts or jug handles, and it's freaking annoying. Anyway, uh, so now Joe's in, in one car that he commandeered. He's racing through, and the sergeant gets in on another one with, with, with one of the MPs, and he's like, follow that guy, whatever, you know, the typical, let's, let's chase him down. Because the sergeant, obviously, his hands are dirty, right? Right. <laughs> this chase scene is is brutally they try to make it like it's fast paced but it's very slow like it's like they were in golf carts to me that's how slow it's going <laughs> and then the the sergeant gets pissed off at the guy driving kicks him out of the the yeah. the, the vehicle so he can drive luckily they weren't going that fast so yeah, the guy just kind of just ran off the yeah it's like five miles ran out the jeep he didn't tell him he just could have just ran right off just i'm telling you those are like go-karts golf carts but okay but then we get to the most exciting part of the entire movie oh. one of the most exciting parts did you so, so there's a little <laughs> hill. I'm gonna call it for what it is. There's a little hill. Kind of, it's smaller than a hill 
hey, let's 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 really bring it back to the eighties. When you were a kid, I don't know about uh in California, there's a lot of hills here. At recess time, did any kids used to like roll down the hill? Do you remember doing any of that? No, man. We used to roll down the hill. Okay, and like no, we were hill. Like playing soccer. We were on a, like a no, we would roll down hills, man. We no. would I don't know we why swings. We would literally roll down the hill, like like you're straighten your body and just roll, right? That's what you guys did over there, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's what we did as kids. So this is a small little hill, New Jersey. <laughs> it was New York. It, the guy goes over the sergeant goes over this little you know little ledge with his jeep, a four wheel drive jeep. And he screams as if he's falling into the Grand Canyon, oh, like, ah, oh, the whole nine. And right. then they cut, and you see it's like a slow roll. He runs into a, 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 it's not a, even a tree. Like, it's not even a full-blown tree. It's like one of those trees you're either trying to nurse back to health with yes. like the sticks on the side of it to hold it up like so. Or it's like a baby <laughs> tree. I don't know what it was, but it was not a full-fledged tree. But somehow when he hits this thing. Jerry Bruckheimer level of explosion yeah and you think he had like some c4 in there exactly and like the gas thing, tank was already yeah. lit on fire it explodes like an epic like 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 ridiculous you know yeah. I, I i hated the giant explosions they did on those pirates of caribbean movies on these pirate ships like they were nukes this is that level of explosion it's but like giant least, nuke at least in those it looked like Gunpowder, it was somewhat right? in place of yeah. like what, what was happening in the in the film yeah. like that just came out of nowhere i was expecting like oh he's gonna hit this little thing and then like maybe hits his head on the steering wheel yeah he's not wearing he gets a all belt. mad just starts running after him or something no. or passes out no nope. full-blown nuke. he dies in an explosion yeah. Full blown. So I, I I thought it was oh. of all the scenes. I thought that was the most ridiculous. I know I know. There's the blueprint they're following in these '80s movies. You gotta have some kind of a chase. I get it, but the random it was it was it was horrible. I'll I'll just say that it was horrible. Oh man. So now we're almost there, dude. Just keep going. <laughs> okay. Just keep so going. Now, so now this is when we get the big reveal about um. Because we're back to the colonel's house, and who pulls up is Mr. Victor Ortega himself. Right. And he he meets the general at the door, and while they're walking away in, he turns around, and Black Star creeps out of the back seat, and to go do some ninja stuff, he goes upstairs, and he basically knocks out Patricia, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess he takes her, but kidnaps her he kidnaps her right but what the most revealing part of this scene is that you find out that the colonel's in on it yeah the entire we're hear, time we're about to hear this conversation um, yeah let's listen to this conversation because yeah. i've the, probably my most gripes with this entire movie is this scene right here you can't risk it we're not shipping it out what about the people you're trying to help have you forgotten about them like the own government has without this shipment your country could fall to the communists one more domino down who knows what country will be next it stops now victor Maybe later when things calm down, but now we must stop. Let me tell you something, my friend. For me, this is not a private crusade for a noble cause. I stand to make four million dollars on this deal. Four! And no one is going to stop me from collecting it. No one. I give the orders here, Victor, not you! What are you going to do? Call out your troops? Create an international incident? It would be very easy for me to reveal your part in this to your daughter. What would your precious daughter think of you then, huh? Snuffed him. Punch him in the face. Okay, yeah. so let's regroup here for a second. So we find out that 
The colonel's been in on it the entire time. The entire time. But he at least you get his motivation behind. They kind of make him a little sympathy because he's trying to fight communism. Sure, I can. I, I understand that. But there's there's a bunch of scenes in the movie where it's kind of like, then why didn't you have a different conversation? So when you're with uh, the sergeant, yeah, like after you find out that Joe, you know, did all that stuff at the beginning of the movie. Yep. Why weren't you just talking to the sergeant? Like why went like when you guys are by when they're by themselves? Why aren't they having like an actual real conversation of? Hey man, we gotta take care of this guy because he's gonna basically, you know, mess up our operations. Mess up our operations. They're both acting like this is like Or how about in oh. that first conversation, why did the ninjas chase my daughter? That's not part of our agreement. Right? That should be right there too. Like even if you wanna hide that reveal for the viewers, right? And say they had those conversations off camera but the conversation they did have on camera didn't make sense either yeah it to, didn't to say like oh they had this conversation on camera but then off camera they had a different conversation that made more sense. none of it made sense it's you're spot on it's such a big gaff in this like like seriously like you would be like why would they chase my daughter into the jungle the, right you know in the jungle none of that made any sense it didn't it didn't it didn't sense so ortega's obviously out for money that mm -hmm. makes sense for him and, and he's 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 funding you know you know rebel organizations to fight communism through their weapons i i get it but we fast forward now let's let's move on <laughs> okay wait also hold on there's more to that so then what? when when you uh, reprimand Joe, mm -hmm. you just put him on a leave of suspension, right? Which time? I mean, I think the first time. It wasn't a leave of suspension when it was like, you know, he kicks him out of the office. And then oh, that's when he gets... Puts then, him on a, a garbage duty. Garbage duty. Yeah. But if the dude just killed, like, you know, a bunch of people, like, on the other side... Yeah. You'd think they would have tried to eliminate him right then and there or just kicked him out of the army completely or yeah. sent him packing... There's multiple different ways you're they could have so handled right. Joe they as opposed didn't. to you're on trash detail now. Yeah. And then you're not going to drive a truck anymore. And then you end up driving a truck again within like 15 minutes later into the movie. Yeah. It's 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 really bad, especially because once you it's revealed, like they could have left it as the sergeant was was in on the plot and uh, everything would have made sense. But once you put the colonel in there, it just unravels your story but again, these movies weren't for stories; they were just for. But at the same time, like these are these action. are the, these are the the moments where I, I just envision a conversation happening with like a producer and a director and then the writer, like after the film's either being edited or it's supposed yeah. to be edited or whatever the case is. Somebody must look at the other person and go, "You know, this doesn't make sense." And, and then someone else must look at the guy and goes, "But that's okay; it's an action movie." Or they're just that stupid, and they don't realize it doesn't make any sense. No, they know it makes sense, and the, and instead of saying it's okay, it's an action movie. It's like, listen, this movie's made for meatheads. It's a man movie. They're not gonna care. That's the that's the way it rolls. I'm pretty sure that's probably how it rolls. All right, let's. By the way, let's just keep on rolling. Then let's yeah, roll yeah. to the next scene. Some, so, so now. He takes this is a bigger bigger thing I have a problem with now, right? He takes the daughter, right? Ortega Blackstar takes the daughter. He never communicates this to the general because he's driving away and he's like, we're he tells his guys, we're gonna still move on with the um the the exchange tomorrow. Yeah, what was the point? Yeah, he never says he never they never tell anybody he could have took the daughter. Yeah, he's he, like, We're gonna we're gonna execute we're gonna go with the plan tomorrow morning and because now we have insurance. Yeah, a better move would have been Blackstar coming downstairs while yep. he's holding Patricia, and then you see Ortega go, 
just to make sure that the deal is going to happen tomorrow, I'm going to have your daughter yes. hold her as a hostage. So exactly. don't get any funny business of coming in yep. with a bunch of, you know, Jeeps with guns and other soldiers that want to help out. That's exactly what to happens. To make sure that that doesn't happen. <laughs> exactly, right? I don't even think he knows the daughter's no, there. it makes no sense. For all he knows, the daughter just like, maybe Joe came back and got the daughter, yeah. and now they're like off doing something else. Like, is, he has no idea yeah, that she, Ortega- Yeah, she ran off to, um, with um, Joe. It's unless like I fell ridiculous. asleep at that point, and he no, actually does call me, him. I, I noted it. I was like, they, he never tells him, like, I have your daughter. Anyway. No, be in the French accent. I have your daughter. <laughs> Joe goes back into Ortega's base. Um, I don't know for what. Obviously, he doesn't know that they took Patricia, right? Mm -hmm. he, I only, I no, did actually think that because he was standing on top of like the guard shack, I think, or something like that. And the car does, with the daughter, drive by him. Oh, you think he saw? But he was already there. His already his intentions was to go there. But I don't know if he actually yeah, saw. Yeah, because he or saw not. Ortega leave. Maybe okay. We'll give him. We'll give him that. Wait, he, maybe. But he even saw. if he saw Ortega leave, there's no way he would have got there before the car. Yeah. Well, he is a. Ninja. He's a ninja. So he goes he back to does the have base. That vanishing move. Maybe he and he's he's sneaking around in the base, you know, taking people out. And guess who comes up? It's Shinooki. Yeah, Shinooki is back. Papa Ninja grabs him and says, "Listen, come into my place. I gotta talk to you." You know, his room. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you have like, I think he says it's time. For, it's time for you to remember. Yeah, it's time for you to remember. Yes, that's exactly the line. So now he he tells him, "I am your father." You know, I found no. you as a very little kid. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> I found you as a little kid. I've taught you the way of the ninja. I've taught you Bushido, all that good stuff. Um, time for you me to give you our, your final lesson. And uh, I think we actually have the clip. Let's let's listen to this is our last clip to, to let's play. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kobodera, ninja magic. Intonjutsu, the ability to seem invisible cause fear and paralysis in your enemies. You are ready, my son. I will be with you indeed and in my heart. Follow the Bushido. I will honor the code, Father. Beware the Black Star Ninja. He has taken the dark path and has betrayed the code. Then, he must die. <laughs> okay. Man. Hold on, before you, before you go your whole thing, that's another thing I got to think of. Like, how many takes did they do before they went, that's the take? What do you mean? With Joe. Oh. Like. He has, like, uh, 15 lines in this whole movie. I know, but they couldn't have all been done in one, like. There must have been worse takes than you the think? takes they actually used. Oh, man. Uh, you know, now you got me thinking about that. You're probably honor the right. code, father. Honor the code. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I know you, I think you have a rant to, to well, start. Well, yeah, because, okay. They're they're ninjas. Ninjas do not follow um, the the bushido, right? That's for samurais. I, I think we, I mentioned it earlier. Samurais I, are warriors. I missed that documentary. Was that the one that was next to the fungus <laughs> <laughs> on Netflix? Ninjas, ninjas are more espionage assassins. Their their code is a lot more sketchy than the bushido, right? Which is more of honor and things like that. So that the the fact that they're merging these two things is uh I will let it slide. I mean, again, uh, I'll just I'll just leave that alone. But now they talk about the 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 aspect of ninjas, you know, the fear and the paralysis. That that is a real thing, right? You know, we won't go too deep into that, but we do kind of see a little bit of ninja magic at the end, right? When he kind of disappears, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that. So now 
Joe is full-blown ninja now. He has his black uniform, and Papa Ninja has his uniform on. They're ready to go to town. Now we're having, it's morning, or yeah, early morning, I will say. The Colombians have flown in to do the exchange with the $4 million. You see the truck. And with inflation, I should look that up. With how inflation, much that? how much would that be today? You keep going. Yeah, I'm gonna look I'll, that up. I'll keep going. You do that, right? So, so now they're about to do the exchange, and boom, Joe shows up, full ninja, and nobody knows who it is. Is that one of yours? No, it's the American Ninja. Huh? <laughs> they're doing their little fight scenes, and then what Papa. Papa Wait, 1985. Okay. Papa on. Ninja comes. So now the two of them are handling all the ninjas. The Colombians are staring like, should we leave? And then Ortega's like, no, you know, the, the fights are going on. Uh, and, then, and then the military comes through. You know, you get the classic Rambo Jackson. He's wearing his bandana. He has a cool uniform. He has a minigun. Charlie's driving. He has a bandana. Everybody is, they're all, they're in there and they're killing everybody. And it's just pure fun action. You know, bullets missing everybody on the ground. Typical 80s. It was just good, hard fun, right? Right. Papa Ninja. Um, was it Black Star? Somebody is about to. It's Black Star. Black yeah. Star is about to throw something at Joe, but. Um, Papa Ninja gets hit himself. He disappears. No, but it's weird. Hold on. So, but Joe throws like his vanishing, like he throws his powder down, like he's going to vanish. Yeah. Papa John vanished. Papa John. Papa Ninja <laughs> vanishes from his section and somehow vanishes in front of Joe. So Joe never actually moves out of his smoke that he creates. No. It was a very weird scene. Yeah. And the reason why I know it was Black Star, because it's the only, that's the only way I was kind of like, well, maybe because the Ninja Star was thrown by Black Star that it was thrown so fast that Joe wouldn't have been able to block to it or it, dodge yeah. it because you know, remember in the beginning of the movie Joe was like people are shooting arrows and yeah, throwing stuff at him he's just like blocking him like yeah. no problem at all with a shovel handle yep so I would have thought that maybe nah, Black Papa Star, Ninja didn't need to sacrifice himself right there but he takes he takes one for the sun if you're trying to get an Academy Award you gotta kill someone important <laughs> and yeah. I think that was this was their you know their yep. one shot like if we have something tragic happen to Papa Papa Ninja then maybe we'll get a nomination. Maybe. So, <laughs> so, so Blackstar kills the the, the, the gardener. <laughs> How much is the inflation? The inflation is. I mean, it's it's mud. I mean, so now they're instead of them. Look at it this way. So instead of them fighting over or trying to get make four million dollars, they're trying to make eleven million dollars. That's it. It doesn't seem like that would fly in a movie today. It, it, it seems no, like it, it would have to be in like the hundreds of millions. Yeah, it would. It, yeah. But it's it's eleven million dollars. Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't that doesn't hold up. That buys you that doesn't like hold a, up. That buys you a decent house in, yeah, in California Tax, now. Yeah, the way right, the house no prices taxes. are and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, that half it gets hold taxed. Up. <laughs> like, oh, I made eleven million. But well, Ortega ain't paid no like, taxes on that. I got like five and a half now. I put that on a house. Get a really nice one for three. So now I got two left over. Put that in the bank. Live yeah. off the inflation of that for all the go. interest rates. Your financial podcast will be out soon. Yeah, but what about what about all my other minions? Well, we'll have Blackstar just assassinate Assassinate, them. and it'll be an honor for Blackstar to kill them. It'll be an honor for all of them to die, so I just made this <laughs> $11 million. Dollars. So now, Blackstar, uh, so the, the Colombians now finally decide to, to leave. Ortega's not having it. He kills both of them, right? Takes the money. <laughs> they bring out the daughter. Blackstar runs off. Joe's chasing him. They go through what I call a ninja obstacle course that whole training grounds yeah right they're, they're doing the ninja obstacle course jackson meanwhile he's he's out off his shirt's off oh, he dude. goes into a fight with a fake bolo he looks like a badass he let's does. just say that he looks like a badass <laughs> i'll tell you right Rambo. now 
that he must have done like 50 push-ups before oh, that yeah. first scene was done. Oh, you got to yeah. make sure everything's looking good before oh, we get yeah. on that. And oh, he yeah. looked, hey, you look I'd ripped. work out with him. Yeah. I, I think I would learn something from him. He beats Black Bolo. Now, <laughs> oh, fake Bolo. What did I say? Black Bolo? <laughs> He's Black Rambo who beats fake Bolo. That's the correct way of putting it. Okay, so now Joe, <laughs> Joe and Blackstar, they're they're doing their thing. Blackstar has a flamethrower in, in one arm, right? He, he tries to burn Joe. Then he has a laser. Where the hell did the laser come from? Breaks a nice potted plant that Papa Ninja obviously curated and put there. Wait, oh, with the laser. That's right. Okay, because yeah. Joe moves from the laser. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know how he knew that. You know, he just pointed out. I guess he just let's move. I don't know what's coming out. <laughs> they they fight. <laughs> They're on the roof now. They fight. They get down into the the water pond thingy that I love how you curated just, again. Me, nice the play, the play by play is amazing. <laughs> 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 Joe finally kills him. But now Ortega has Patricia the money. They get into a helicopter. Joe. Who who runs and catches on to no, the helicopter? Hold on. We forgot about the colonel. Oh, the Remember, colonel! The colonel shows forgot, up. Yeah. Like the colonel's already should. Like he he was part of that militia or that whatever that, in that the entered military. in with the with the um, Jackson. Yeah, and you didn't really point him out until this scene where he's running yes. to the helicopter. And, and he gets he, one. Yeah, and then he yells at Ortega. I forget what he says. It wasn't that memorable, obviously. And no. then Ortega takes him out. Yeah, basically so, caps him yeah. in front of front of the daughter. Yeah. In and front of the daughter, so the military, everybody. There with the colonel. There's yeah. like there's there's extra money that he doesn't have to share now. No, yep. He's okay. getting he's keeping all that money. Keeping all that money. <laughs> Sergeant's dead, colonel's dead. Yes, remember, because when they're in the helicopter, he tells the helicopter pilot, let's wait for Blackstar. Yeah, he, that's I give him credit for that. Yes. I give him points he for was, that. He was waiting for his main his main main number one. Yeah, he's like he wait for Black taken Star. Off. Yeah, he's like, wait for the black ninja. Yeah. Right? That's what he right. says, Black Star, whatever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> So now Joe hold, holds on to the uh, helicopter. Uh, Ortega tries to get out of the helicopter yeah. and shoot him while they're in the air. Jackson, meanwhile, runs into the van. Yeah, so he gets the, the missile launcher, right? With the bread basket. With the bread basket. He aims it, and he's, like, telling Joe, get out of there, get out of there. Ortega is obviously missing. He's, he's willing Joe. Yeah, he's willing Joe. Yeah. He's, like, missing Joe. Um, Ortega's missing shooting him. Joe now opens the other door. <laughs> Did you see Patricia's face? She's just sitting there, like waiting for a joy ride. She's shocked that Joe's there. She grabs her. They they jump down on the roof on a nice pad that you can kind of see in the movie, which is pretty it's, lame. It's, that's that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what bugged me about the movie. Yeah, pretty lame. The pad. And then Jackson fires a rocket, and it it again beautiful explosion for the 1980s helicopter goes up in the smokes with the four million dollars. Everything's gone. <laughs> and then Joe walks over the edge of the roof, throws down Patricia to Jackson, who catches her perfectly. Like a badass. Yeah. And then you get Joe staring into nothing for no reason. Again, you know, cool, mean, jerk Joe, that jerk Joe stare. They give you, And then they give you the classic kind of mash, pull out camera angle. You see everybody, the wreckage, and they go into, you get it, your ending title it, treatment. It felt like it was unfinished. Didn't it feel like there should have been at least a conversation that happened after? Because nope. there's no dialogue. Nothing. There's no dialogue. I think maybe the last piece of dialogue was, come on, Joe, get out of there. That might have been it. I don't <laughs> think there was anything else that was said because Joe jumps out with Patricia. Jackson blows up the helicopter. Yeah. They land down on the top of the building. Who's going to explain all this when, <laughs> when, when the military comes in? Wait, the sergeant's dead? The colonel's dead? 
you know it seems like they were kind of running loose over there anyways i don't yeah. think they had a lot of no. people like looking over their shoulders. shoulders yeah they've had full autonomy to do whatever i guess they wanted to do but, but that's, that's how that's how the movie ends that's, that's how it. the movie ends did you look up the body count for nin- body count in this movie oh, was i supposed to was that no no, no no i have the I'm number look, you have i have number. it oh I'll look okay. i'm gonna ask you how what's the body count what's oh, your i got this what's hold your on, guess? Hold on. let me play the whole movie in my head i'll give you nope. plus or minus 10 Shh. Fifty-seven, fourteen. That's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. Wait a minute. He killed seventeen ninjas. I counted those the... seventeen. I counted those seventeen. Well, what about the ninjas in the beginning? I counted them. The all the ninjas no, and the uh, military and, guys at the end. And the military guys in the beginning. Yeah. The, the, the ninja guys did, like it adds up, man. The colonel one fourteen. So how long is the movie? The movie was like 90-something minutes, 96 minutes. So that minutes. means an average of oh, yeah. a, a, a person a death, and a half yeah. died every minute of this movie. Classic 80s, man. That's a, that's that's what, that's oh what yeah. Oh, God. So, you, <laughs> again, this was a, when I was young. I loved this movie. I was all into it. My father's a black belt. My nephew, Zach, he's a black belt. Um, I was big into Ninja Turtles. I, I did some martial arts myself, mm-hmm. you know. So at, the, at, at those age... At that age, I, I really enjoyed this movie at the time. But now I'm going to ask you, does this still hold up? Are we that far yet? We're not going to do spinoffs? Or... Spinoff? For, they I had would... five of these. We don't need any more spinoffs. I would give Jackson a spinoff. I he, was actually... in, he, was in a, he was in like three of three of the next five. I would like to see what he does afterwards, though. Like, in, like his, next, his next assignment, like his next base that he works on is like, He's got to be bored off his mind. Like, unfortunately, there ain't unfortunately no ninjas over here, he man. passed away of cancer yeah. around the like around the fifth movie, where they're kind of like passing the torch to a younger ninja. You know, because because actually Michael Didikoff, he does the second one. He's does a cameo in the third, and then he comes back. I think in the fourth, and in the fifth, it's the guy Bradley who replaces him in the third, who does the fifth. And he's in the fourth as well, so it's a little weird. I will but, say this though, before but Jackson's me, in some of those. Before me actually saying if this still holds up or not, it does. Watching this movie, I actually it makes me want to watch the other ones just to see how more ridiculous how they it can evolved. get. How it evolves? Do they get any better? Is the storytelling better? Is that now they have a bigger budget? Do they care more? Did what's his name get acting lessons? You know, it clearly peaks and then goes down in terms of from what I remember. The fifth one was pretty pretty bad. Anyway, okay, most of them were pretty bad. All right. So uh, as far as does it still hold up for me? Yeah. No, it does not hold up. This movie <laughs> does not hold up at all, and it's it sucks because I I know that I watched this movie a, a couple times. You know, when of I was course. a kid, I obviously like I said I blacked it out. I don't remember what happened. I know I've seen this movie, but I do not. I don't yeah. remember it, but I know I've seen it. And for the better, I guess, for me blacking that out because. <laughs> I would have been okay with not knowing the truth, okay? <laughs> like, I don't need to know about the truth of Santa and the Tooth Fairy. Right? Yeah. So, like, it, so the same thing that applies to uh Some of the movies American we Ninja. watched when we were kids. Now, there was definitely, if I think you tighten up some of the, obviously the plot holes we're talking about, you tighten up the directing of it, you tighten up, you know, the acting. Yeah. The some, idea the, the of The choreography this movie. of the fights, you know, you put a there, little John actually, Woo in you there. You know what? The, the, the choreographed fights actually- Kind of slow, some of them. It wasn't as bad as I was anticipating. I was yeah. anticipating more like a one-punch kind of move. Oh, okay. They did some blocks and stuff. They yeah. had, there was some more like, you know, stuff in the modern- Because Michael Dudikoff, he he was 
First, he wasn't um, who their first choice to do the movie. What? It was uh, Chuck Norris. But Chuck Norris didn't want to hide his face behind the mask, I guess, for yeah, whatever no reason. No mask can hide Chuck Norris's face. Haven't <laughs> you heard these tales? So they wanted... Masks <laughs> hide behind Chuck Norris's face. <laughs> I, I like those missing in action movies he did in the 80s. I haven't watched them in a while. I don't so think I've seen those. You know what? We're going to add it to the list. At some point, we're going to do some of those. Yay. See if they still hold up because I have fond memories of them. But Michael Didikoff, he didn't know martial arts. Jackson did, right? Um, but um, I, I said Jackson like that's his real name. <laughs> Steve James did. Okay. Okay. But um, uh, so... Didikoff, for not knowing martial arts, did a pretty good job. I think I think Jean-Claude Van Damme originally doesn't know, didn't know martial arts either. He was a gymnast or, or something like that. Yeah. But he made it work as well. So um, so the fight scenes were okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, I mean, yeah, it, it, the idea of the movie, I think, was solid. Yes, because so, it's an American a ninja. It's not, it's yeah, a, especially, it's not like, something you see, right? Especially in that time, like yeah. what you were talking about before, it was like it was frowned upon to teach, you know, yeah, Westerners, Westerners. Um, but to answer the question, no, this movie does not hold up for me. It only holds up if I was eight or ten years old back in the eighties and nineties. That's 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 what it that's it doesn't hold up now as we watch it because it's you know a lot of ridiculous things in there and and. It was only a million dollar budget. I don't know how that, you know, levels off in that that time. Eighty five is that typical movie. But I'll say this: I wouldn't mind a modern remake. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. You know, you could do, you could really do it properly. Do, you know, with a better, better acting, better story, the whole concept. Because who would only, you have? Who would you have play the American Ninja? You know that that that's Jason Statement. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I don't know the young guys now, but it would definitely I would want to be a young guy because you could build a franchise yeah. on it, and because it's not only the factor of a, an American ninja, ninja itself is kind of like a, such a dated thing. Like you don't even hear people talking about that yeah. kind of stuff. Like a ninja in the twenty twenties would be a, a really cool novel idea. Then to throw the fact that he's an, an American ninja, that would be pretty cool. I think it would be awesome, like, even if you had, like, a fan film made of this. <laughs> no, I'm serious, because I see so many things, like, if you go on uh, YouTube and stuff, all these uh, these guys who are able to choreograph uh, Jedi scenes, like, they, to emulate yeah. what's oh, happening yeah, yeah, in the prequels yeah. and stuff. Like, there's so many guys that are out there choreographing some stuff that's actually amazing that's a lot better than what you see in movies today. Hey. If you give, if you let give them the reins, let them kind of do their own thing... Still, maybe have a cheese ball B rated movie as yeah. far as like you know the quality of that, but then you throw in some top notch action. You I think I think you got some quality. I mean, I'd watch that hey. if I if I just watched this, <laughs> and and even though all my gripes, I mean, I enjoyed it. It doesn't hold up. No. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. No, but I would I would enjoy a fan made, fan fan movie. You know what? Let me see if there's a fan. Listen, movie. people would enjoy this under the right circumstances. Snacks. Some smoke in the air. So I can see a, a, a certain type of of venue in a room where people would enjoy this for a lot of things. If you understand what I'm saying, mm -hmm. you know, th this is one of those kind of movies that you know you would you would enjoy watching it under um, heightened senses. But <laughs> if there is somebody who's going to do a fan film, I want to be in it. I want to be. I can't be Jackson. I'm. I'm not that ripped or anything like that. But I. I could be an extra in the background. I could do a, a cheesy line or two. No, oh, yeah. You, you I would know. do that. Yeah. I'd be like maybe like the waiter shows up. <laughs> so you have a phone call and they're like, 
Why is someone calling here? Why aren't they calling my cell phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's end this. Let's wrap this up. So does it hold up for you? No, unless, no. Right. Okay, so no, we got no, no, two no, no, thumbs no. down on this yeah, one. Yeah, no. It's, it's like I said. No uh, one saw uh, that coming. A, 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 a 10-year-old me in the 80s and 90s would have still loved, enjoyed this because, you know, you, you have no other reference point, right? Sure, sure. But I, like I said, I wouldn't mind a, a modern remake. I would, I, would, I would look for that, you know? So I was looking forward. We're going to be doing, uh, I think, Star Wars next. We're going to do the first prequels. Um, Wait, of, Pat Marina's in... American Ninja yes. Five? Yes, yes. What? Yeah. Oh, it, now I just want to jump all the way to that one. Oh, it's, okay. It's that like must that. have been like around. No, it's in nineteen ninety three. So yeah, he yeah, was around. He, I think he passed away in two thousand four. So he was still around. Yeah, he was still around. Uh, but trust me, I don't think you want to go down that path. There's, there's. Other I mean, things. I kind of have to now. Now I'm just gonna have to. <laughs> all right, but yeah, we're gonna be doing Star Wars because because um, Steve James died in ninety three. Oh, okay. He passed away with cancer, mm. um, so uh, that's pretty sad. But um, yeah, our next episodes are going to be doing um, the first episode one, two, and three of Star Wars. Then we're going to get into it's going to be Oscar season, so we're going to do some Oscar movies. Um, you know, we're yeah. going to go back in time to enjoy some or not enjoy some of these winners and non-winners that probably probably should have won. But yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll dive into that. Yeah. Anything else before we end? No, I think that's it. You're going to join any martial arts? I think there's a martial arts studio nearby. Not like joining that one. A couple of doors. <laughs> nope. All right. <laughs> I guess uh, nothing else to say. American Ninja. Sorry. Doesn't hold up. Nope. All righty. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks to our patron producer, Knight Rider 169 Music composed by Jason Zaffrey. Additional bed music composed by Kyle Torme. Thanks for listening to this episode of Still Holds Up, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to the Still Holds Up podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash stillholdsup. Follow us on Twitter at rot underscore your brain and support Rot Your Brain Media and its podcast by being a part of this exciting new and growing community. Visit patreon.com slash rotyourbrain.com media.